Hey guys, Michael here. Uh, let me take a break from gaming real fast to tell you about MultiplayerSquad.com. The Multiplayer Gaming Podcast is an independent podcast, which means we depend on listener support to do what we do every single week. So if you're really enjoying what you're hearing and the content we're putting out, consider supporting the show. We also give you extra perks like bonus episodes, which are really cool. It's really just a bunch of fun banter and all kinds of cool stuff, and we talk about random things. So if you want to support the show, head over to MultiplayerSquad.com and get started right now. All right, on to the show! Don't call it a comeback. This is the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast, a team of three dads who love to play video games, and so we release two podcasts weekly to discuss gaming. Please rate us five stars, leave a written review, check us out on socials at Multiplayer Pod, and check out our Patreon page at MultiplayerSquad.com. You guys are the primary supporters of our podcast, and so if you like the show, we would like to kindly ask you to consider pledging on Patreon. Even if it's just for a month or two, it really does go a long way in helping us out. Plus, you'll get some sick perks like exclusive episodes only available to supporters, and you get access to all of our pods a day early. This is a bonus round episode where we are going to be talking about one-hit wonder games, These are games that are not part of a series, there are no sequels, they graced us with their presence for just a single game only. I am your host, Paul, and with me, you can call him Right Said Fred, because he's too sexy for this podcast, it's Michael. That is, you threw me off. I didn't know. What? I've never been introduced first. Dear, 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 dear in the headlights. Number two, and I am too sexy for this podcast. I was so ready to sing. I was about to just break out into song. You can still do it. Go for uh, it. No, Go now. No, no, it's ruined. No, it's ruined I'm now. Too no. sexy for this podcast. Josh, you got you got your own one hit wonder coming, buddy. Then joining us, you can call him Sir Mix a lot because he got back. <laughs> It's Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's oh, okay. Man. Fair enough. And I do got back. I, I got. If that was Sir Mixlot, then Mixlot is in trouble. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Josh is breathing on his neck. He's taking his corner. Oh, man. All right. What a funny topic. Josh, I think you were the first one to kick this around as an idea. I thought it was very funny because I suggested maybe covering best sequel, and you immediately hit back with game that's never had a sequel <laughs> Paul, so you, took, what, you what? took you took my idea went with the complete opposite and i was like that's actually a better idea let's go with that one i i, I love that we can be so contrary with each other we do this in our discord server all the time like we get into these amazing arguments you know for no reason whatsoever and then people just absolutely love to either watch it happen or yeah. to jump in and start taking sides. <laughs> like, let's be honest. This is how this this whole stupid waffle versus pancakes debate right. came about. Because you and I were chatting one day. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, now, buddy. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this, this whole thing just started. But, yeah, I, I love that we can be contrarian to each other in such a good, friendly manner. It is funny because there's so many times when we've discussed things in our private Discord. And we're like, let's just ask the listeners. Let's let's ask the listeners, see what they have to say about yep. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But what a cool idea. I really thought this would be a fun one to kick around. And I think that this one is going to be 
a little bit difficult to determine what games are going to be eligible because there are games that might have like spiritual sequels or, you know, maybe they're part of a bigger IP and maybe there are like TV shows or movies related, but not exactly any games related to it. I think this is going to be a really fun one to cover. Now, if there's anyone out there that has never heard one of our tournaments, which is possible because we've not done one since January, uh, Michael, do you want to give the people a little bit of a rundown of the format of this type of episode? Yeah, so basically the way it works is it's kind of like your standard any pro sports team or college sports team draft. Um, essentially, the way it works is there's an order. Somebody goes first. They pick what they think is going to win this 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 contest, as it were. And essentially, we go through four rounds. It's a snake draft, which means if you pick first, you also don't pick again for a very long time. And then I have the advantage because I pick third, which means I pick back to back in this current draft. And then at the end, after the draft, after we selected our four games each, then we go head to head, baby. And we go fight each other, and the teeth and the nails come out, and we claw, and we we basically just argue a whole bunch until until one of us laments and says, "Okay, now, your game's better." I do have a question though, Paul. You might be able to answer this. Has, has Michael ever won one of these? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Michael has had the number one pick, but he has not yet yeah. won a draft. Now, I, I believe Michael has only done three. So to be fair, he's not done very many, but he is currently. Oh and three. Oh and three. Okay, I just wanted to make sure before we went into this that that I just, was the case. I cannot forget how bad I tilted in that best character to have a beer with because I had the second pick and I'm like I'm I'm going with I forget what it was but I tilted so hard and I was mad the whole rest of the draft and then I did it again <laughs> in the space draft because I was like do I pick Mass Effect two because I haven't played it yet. And I'm like, no, I'm picking Elite Dangerous. And then I learned that you guys hadn't played it. And I learned that that draft was also out the window. So this time around, maybe I'll pick some games that I haven't played. And you guys can argue <laughs> about them. And then I'll just, I'll just go ahead and walk away with the W. Anyways, to continue, I, though. We gotta, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I respect it, though, Michael. Because for the space draft, you drafted you know, pure, purely from your heart. Right, you went with your favorite space game, Elite Dangerous. You just had the bad luck that Josh and I hadn't played it, so it did not carry you to a win. But that's okay. I feel like this type of draft for a standalone game or a sequel list game, however you want to word it, this one's kind of wide open. There is no clear cut winner. I don't think there's any heavy hitters that are favored to win. I feel like any one of us could win regardless of draft position. Yeah, that's what Josh said last time, and I didn't pick Mass Effect 2. <laughs> I mean, that was your fault. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a more diverse list that I've come into a draft with. Like, you know, we did best yeah. RPG of all time. Like, that was an easy one. It's like, oh, I really want one of these first two picks or something like that. Dude, yeah. this list is a crazy list because finding games that were good games that never had a sequel because historically let's be honest if a game does really well what do they do they, <laughs> they make, make more another one. <laughs> right <laughs> so it's like so it's kind of hard to find games that were enjoyable that just for whatever reason died out and did not have a sequel and I, so I'm excited for this one because it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little bit of chaos, which you guys know I love and thrive in because there's not any clear cut answers on this. So the actual tournament part, I think, is going to get crazy where we try to argue our picks 
on a game that may not necessarily be super popular. Right. Yeah. And we also tried to talk a little bit about games that are brand new that are likely to have sequels. So for something like Outriders, which Josh and I absolutely loved, we know there's going to be more content. It did not seem right to make a game like that eligible. So just sort of on a whim, we said, well, let's just call off any games from the last five years. So any game that is made in 2017 on has been made ineligible. Uh, I believe Michael was not crazy about that news because I think he said multiple games on his list were 2017 games. Uh, So for this draft, only games made in 2016 and earlier will be eligible. That's so dumb. (laughs) michael really wanted it to be 2017 eligible right yeah i actually had one really good game from february of 2018 and i was like well go ahead and burn it since it's not eligible what would you have taken detroit become human oh yeah it was it was interesting but but it is really it is really new it's still you're right though it's too new like they wouldn't have had time to develop a sequel to it but it was really really uh it, it was really really one of a kind definitely um but it might not be a one-hit wonder because it is a triple a title and it'll, they'll probably make a second one that's that's really the reason that we made this rule is because like you know god of war right yes that's part of a series but then the you know there is a sequel that's coming out that has been announced but you could make the argument that technically you know, the rebrand of God of War is a one-hit wonder. It's just, it's a slippery slope where it's like, is this, a, is it a one-hit wonder just because they haven't had time to make a sequel and it's a new IP? Or is this generally a game that should have, at this point, had a sequel made if they were going to make one and did not? And we want to go that route. And then you've got God games. of War also has like 12 games in the series. Well, so yes, it would be I, maybe, disqualified okay, maybe anyway. that was a poor example, <laughs> but <laughs> very poor example. Well, and this is another another example that kind of hits both of those on how do we define the rules here? Because well, this game is too As new. We I think make them up. Right. We just say this is no, that's not allowed because that game is probably going to win. Um, so we're going to find a way to make it not allowed. <laughs> but like for instance, Jedi Fallen Order. It's not a sequel or a prequel. It stands alone. Now, granted, it's also too new. It's 2020, I believe. Um, yeah. But at the that same would point, completely qualify other than that it was made after 2017. That's what I'm... Th- okay, perfect. So that would right. qualify because it's, it's, not, it's not part of the other Star Wars games. And while they have announced a sequel for it, we really don't have any information on that yet. So even though there is a sequel announced for it, I think it would qualify that it's like, hey, we just don't have any information on that. So as of now... It's still technically a one-hit wonder. Yeah, totally agree. If there were rumors of a sequel, but it was never confirmed, and it's a really old game, I think those things are generally going to be allowable. But we'll just have to take everything case by case and talk our way through it. I've got a couple of games on my list that may or may not be cheating, so I know we'll have some debate over those. Uh, as far as draft order goes, this one is going to go me, Josh, Michael, and then since it's Snake, round two will be Michael, Josh, Paul, and then we're just going to go back and forth, and we are all going to draft four games each. You guys ready to start this, or do we need to hash out any other rules first? I love these, and I can't wait to, <laughs> number one, try to argue that your games don't qualify, and then slander them really, really terribly. Oh, I feel like we're going to have a lot of Google challenges, too, like where we're going to be looking up release dates and, well, technically, that was in early access, and we'll we'll see how it all goes. All right, I get the first pick, which I would say kind of sucks, because (laughs) I don't know that there's any games here that I could draft 
that I know for sure are going to be gone before I draft again. And you guys are going to pick four games after this. So I feel like I really have to make it count. So I'm just going to go for what I think is the best pick here. I'm going to say Rust. Oh, Rust is a standalone game. It is. It was on my list. I didn't think you either of you guys would think about Rust, though. I did. Oh, of course I thought about Rust. <laughs> Good pick. So, Paul. all right. Does any nobody questions whether or not that qualifies? No, right? I think we all agree. Quali- it's been it out on since my 2013. List, so, yeah, absolutely. And it's a phenomenal <laughs> game. It, 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 here's here's where this gets a little dicey because there's a lot of games that are still in development that are actively being developed still and have content made for them. Yeah, but that doesn't disqualify it from this category. Correct. You know, Rust is constantly having updates made to it, but it is still a one-hit wonder standalone game. There is no sequel to Rust. There's not been any offshoots or anything like that. So great pick, Paul. And there have been copycats, but oh, nothing directly made by Respawn. And or is that their name? No, it's a uh, Face Punch. Face Sorry, Punch, Face yep. Punch. Much now, I know name. I'm. I know I'm kind of standing halfway in the grave because I know Michael hasn't played it, and we have kicked around the idea of doing another deep dive on Rust because we got to baptize Michael by oh, fire yes. in that game <laughs> at some point. Uh, so I know that this may not win, but I feel like out of everything on my list, I know there's a chance Josh might take it with one of his first two. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Rust with the first pick in the first round. I'm still That's wondering a- right now. Just because the way Paul asked, do we agree that qualifies? I'm like trying to Google how that doesn't qualify because he looked, he sounded very, very suspicious on that. So if you, if you Google search Rust release date, it's like 2013. The official release was just like, I don't know, two years ago or something, but nobody considers that the release date. Rust has been around forever. Yeah. Yeah, Rust has been around literally a decade. So. That's one of those ones where if it's in early access for 10 years, but it's open and everybody bought it, I think that's the date you go off. So that was the only reason I asked. (laughs) All right. So we'll lock that in. And then, Josh, you're coming in with the second overall pick. I have two that I absolutely want to land in this draft. There's two (laughs) games that if I get both of them, I'm super happy about. The rest, I could really not care. I mean, I have others on my list. And I'm really worried that, Paul, you might take one of them. Okay. But I also really like to win. And so I'm going to take the game that I think gives me the greatest chance of winning and then just really hope that you don't take my number two. Okay. I don't think Michael would think about either one of these. That's not to say, you know what I mean? It's not to to, to slander Michael's picks, but It's it's not his style. Exactly. So my first pick... I'm going with Terraria, baby. <laughs> it's Good on fact. my list. Is it really? Okay. It is on my list, so yeah. We have we did a deep dive on Terraria. We, Paul and I were both very happy, like pleasantly caught by surprise about how good that game actually is. Like I thought this was going to be a kid's game. I saw my daughter playing it all the time. I had zero interest in actually playing Terraria. And then I think it was Ace of Shame, longtime listener, legendary supporter that said, hey, if you guys deep dive Terraria, I will actually promise to pledge support to you guys. And <laughs> that that is not what caused us to deep dive it. But it's funny because we called Ace out and said, hey, we did it. Where are you at? And then to his credit, he, he joined and he's been a phenomenal supporter of this podcast ever since. Um, but Terraria, I, I mean, what a game. No sequel. 
And honestly, no I don't sequel, think they're no. even developing content for Terraria at this point. Maybe there's a few mods or something, but I don't know if it's just that it's such a big sandbox that people can play it for a long time. But when I think of a game that, you know, had such an impact, was an absolute amazing game, but just disappeared after that. And I, I mean, people still play Terraria. I just mean like the development. There was no sequel. There's no talk of any expansion to Terraria, anything like that. I, I mean, it's ranked right up at the top of my list. I, I'm going with it, man. I, it's it's a fantastic first round pick, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but I believe it's also like maybe even in the top five highest rated games of all time on Steam. If it's not top five, I'm pretty sure it's top 10, where it's like 98% yeah, overall positive yeah, wildly, wildly high. Great pick. Ironically, your pick is like a very well-polished, tightly made game. Rust is an absolute train wreck <laughs> of development <laughs> and riddled with bugs and hackers. And somehow that only adds to the experience. Yeah. So these are two games that like could not be more different, but they're both excellent in their own way. Yeah. So this kind of shows you you can have wildly different games on this list because it's not tied to like a specific topic. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael, you get back-to-back picks. You I'm so excited. Better not pick the game I want because it's coming back to me after that. So <laughs> You guys you guys ready to argue about whether this qualifies or not? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait. Here it comes. Um you start out the game and a narrator makes you pick a door on the left or the right. The Stanley Parable. Oh, There's no sequel to that. That's a hundred percent. That's a great pick. The only reason, the only reason that I that I say is because technically it started out as a mod, and so it's a game into say, itself. Though no, yeah. it it became a game. That would be like saying that like Forgotten City is not a game because it was a mod for Skyrim, but it's it became its own standalone game. Oh, I think that's a great date, pick, and I didn't Google the date. I think no, it was, no, it was it, before it, that, it, right? It, yeah, it definitely it qualifies. Yeah, yeah. twenty thirteen. No sequel. Definitely qualifies. And I also did have it in my list as well. I think that's a really good pick. Yeah, Yeah. I figured if I'm going to burn one early, I'm going to go ahead and get some arguing out. But I'm happy we didn't argue about it because now I get it. So that's good. (laughs) You know what's Um, funny? I played the demo for Stanley Parable. And I know that that is an amazing game that people really, really love. It's one of those like experiences, right? Where it's like when you're done playing it, it really sticks with you. Like there's even uh, an achievement where you have to leave the game. It's called go outside or something, and it's like you can't load the game for five years. But if you load it up five years later, you get an achievement for it. Yeah. No. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. the, the game's filled with stuff like that. That's incredible. I, I was gonna say it might even be more than five years because I re- I remember seeing people post that they were getting that achievement, and I feel like it really wasn't that long ago. But yeah, what what clever use of narration? Like no game has used a narrator better than the Stanley Parable. Yeah, didn't I draft the narrator as a character you did. of a beer with? <laughs> did and he went pretty far too. Like, yeah. We argued about him for a while. Way further than he had any right to. Yeah. Oh, what a good pick! Yeah. Not to toot my own horn. That was that was a good pick. <laughs> I'll have yeah, to pick that game up. They're about to release the ultra deluxe version or something, and I think at that point I'm going to actually pick it up and play it. You know what the worst part about that game is? Is that because no, I've never played it. I've I've barely I've barely played it. Like barely. And I thought it was brilliant. Love the narrator, love the fact that, you know, the narrator is kind of an antagonist and you've got, you know, these these choices to make and it's it's really a lot of that kind of stuff, but the game really can be completed in about 2 hours. And I still I I didn't finish it. <laughs> like that's <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> it's a very like if you if you go through it, it's a very short game. Like ridiculously short. 
And it's I have like, heard that there's a ton of replayability, though, in the sense of is. what you do and don't do. So even though the actual, like, from start to finish is very short, like two, three hours, I feel like you can put a lot of time in there messing with the narrator and not doing what he says and doing different right. routes and branches and stuff like it's that. Like, remember so. the Choose Your Own Adventure books? How oh, like, I, love, the books, dude, I used the to books, love those. They were great. And they were like 200 pages long, but you'd get through it in like... 15 minutes because you're flipping go to page 172 go back to page 28 and so yeah and then so. you'd start cheating and then you'd flip to both pages and right, see which right, one sounded better i know i've been there <laughs> cheater oh number two is gonna be hard this is gonna be hard because i actually oh this is gonna be so hard the three games that i have up next oh man I, it's so hard you guys are right like which one do i pick next the three games that i have up next though that i really want to pick i haven't played um, I just want to win. So, um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, just because... don't pick my game, Michael. <laughs> oh man, and I'm gonna waffle so hard if I don't do this. But, um, all right, I'm gonna go with Grim the... Fandango. Never played it. I have never played it either. <laughs> I want to oh, go with my choice. No, I want to go. No. Oh no. So I just uh, for, so for my turn, I just picked a game that none of us have played. All you right. Did. Talk about um, your all-time backfires. But uh, people uh, say uh, it's incredible. They say the music's amazing. Um, it's got a great mix of so many different things in it that just makes it amazing. Um, and I can't really tell you why it's amazing firsthand. I did actually we give Michael a Mulligan. No, no, you're locked in. But <laughs> no, man, the rules of the oh. draft state. Well, it's going to be a very you make short. Pick, you know. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I am familiar with Grim Fandango. It makes a lot of lists for games that people loved or like, Hey, if you, you know, if you could go back and play a game again, you know, what would it's, it's honestly, it's up there. I have a game that's on my list that I might pick later on, depending that is kind of in that same vein where I don't think a lot of people are familiar with it, but is a phenomenal game. And I, it's all I hear about Grim Fandango. Yeah. It's kind of like, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's, I know that it's made by Tim Schafer, who's one of the LucasArts people, and he was uh, one of the Monkey Island developers and, and things like that. So I have no doubt it's a great game. I don't even know how this one slipped by me. Was this on PlayStation? Like, I don't even remember what it, it came out on. It is an older game. I it's know a that, real old game. And, yeah, and I don't it's know funny platforms. People, people complain about the remaster because they're like, the remaster isn't really a remaster. You didn't really do anything but upgrade the pixel count like it's not a remaster so it's funny because they remastered it as a cash grab yeah no people do that no 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 no, whatever okay uh i looked it up it came out for windows in 1998 and then the remasters started coming out 2015 on so whatever i was doing in 98 it was not playing Grim Fandango. That's all I know. It looks do, amazing for 98, though. I was going to say, I do know that's a great pick, Michael. I, it's unfortunate that I, I've never played it. Paul's never played it. You've never played it. But it is, this is not an easy list that you can Google, by the way, you know, like to try to do research on, like best RPGs. You, that's an easy. You just put it and there's a five, you know, there's 500 games that pop up. Right. Best one hit wonder games is not as easy of a Google search. Um, but I did actually see that uh, at the top of a lot of lists so apparently there's a lot of people that feel the same way i found out that a gaming term standalone does not mean what it means for everything else in the world everything else in the world means it stands alone it's it's not a sequel it's not a prequel in gaming it means you can play it offline i didn't know that <laughs> oh interesting. because i i looked up best standalone game 
and it's like these are the best offline games and i'm like no i didn't ask for that yeah. i asked for a standalone <laughs> game and then i looked for the next list and i'm like so finally i google gaming what does standalone mean and i looked it up and sure enough the first thing that popped up was you can play it offline and i'm like okay well this is going to be a really hard thing to google <laughs> All right, so, Michael's still googling watershed games, yeah, trying to right. figure it out. Like, what's I, my watershed? mind exploded last week on that. I'm not. I'm not I blocked it out. All right, so it's back to me, right? Ooh, oh, this is Josh. great. I'm getting the game. I'm getting both games that I really wanted. Game number two. This is an easy pick for me. A little game made by a company called Bioware. Okay. I mean, hey, that's a that's a well respected company that makes amazing games. No missteps ever. Right? Never. Every game is Every game is perfect. <laughs> uh, they made a game that was the right along their same formula of these great RPGs that involve choice. They added a little bit of action to it. Uh, I believe this came out right around. I can't remember if it came out before or after Kotor. I feel like it came out after after Kotor. But before KOTOR 2, because I think that's where they actually moved the development uh, resources to, it's a game called Jade Empire. was an absolutely phenomenal game. It, it, I played it all the way through. It was the perfect Bioware formula, but with martial arts and kung fu and great characters, great choices. You could choose to kind of be evil or good. And were you going to use your your martial arts for defense, or were you going to go on the you know aggression and just kick butt? Um, there was a little bit of mysticism involved, so you could get these cool abilities and and kind of that that you know higher level kung fu stuff where you'd swirl a dragon around you or whatever, um, or get the glow, you know, like Shona from the Last Dragon. Three people out there went, I love that movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Jade Empire was absolutely great. There was nothing wrong with it. It was well-received. And then all of a sudden, Bioware just went, man, that game was great. But you know what's even better? Knights of the Old Republic. (laughs) Or Mass Effect, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Josh, I've heard a lot of really good things about Jade Empire. (laughs) You never played it? <laughs> I never oh, played it. No. Man. I've never never played it myself, but I, I, I'm sure it's a fantastic Take game. Take Mass I, Effect. You know how much you love Mass Effect, Paul, and add yeah. Kung Fu to it. It sounds great. It's great. Yeah. yeah except I, that it's I, not in space, and it's also like 15 years older than Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some really nice gameplay footage of this game, so yeah. I haven't played it either. <laughs> and the funniest thing is this is going to be the most ridiculous. Like, Here's what's going to happen at the end of this. We're going to fly through our arguments, and we're just going to head-to-head the three games that all three of us have played. <laughs> that might end up being what this comes I told you to. chaos is going to ensue boys. It's such a niche, it's such a niche topic, but it's a great topic. Like who how many people need to look at these games that are just they're alone and most of these are indie I've noticed. A lot of these games are indie games and not big developers that I've that I found when I was looking this up, but um a lot of these games need to be looked at and like Jade Empire, I've I've never really heard a lot of people say so good. like you need to play that. Has it been remastered cuz now no. I want to play it. Now, Bioware just completely left it, and it was a great game. This wasn't like, like I said, it was super fun, man. It, it was, it was, it was one hundred percent Bioware. Everything that Bioware does great was Jade Empire. They just moved away from it. Is it a, a playable on uh, PC and Steam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all, still all Bioware. There. I, I just, guess, but- uh, it's funny because it's seventy five percent off on Steam right now. All right, then I'd like oh, to talk to really? Yeah, I don't know how it will age, to be <laughs> honest. Um, you know, KOTOR doesn't age that well either, and KOTOR is no. a superior game by far. But, 
Yeah, so... All right, then I'd like to speak directly to our audience real fast, yeah. if you don't mind. Dear audience, first of all, we love you. Second of all, if you are a member of the modding community, please look into remastering Jade Empire so Michael Butler will play it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> there might be, like, texture mods or something out there. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Uh, I feel like Jade Empire is 100% up me and Michael's alley, because oh, I know it has a strong story. You make decisions. There's consequences of all that. That's catnip for me and Michael. So I'm sure it's a great pick. I'm sure we would love it. I just can't speak to it with any kind of expertise. <laughs> That's okay, because it's an amazing pick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your word for it, Josh. <laughs> All right, so now we are back to me. I get my back-to-back picks here for round two and then starting round three. Uh, guys, I don't know. Do I draft trying to win or do I draft from the heart? This is always the eternal struggle here. I know what you draft. You draft, draft um, from the heart. One Paul, of the I games that I don't have left. Yeah, the one of the games <laughs> that I don't have left on my list. Actually, no, don't draft from the heart. There's another game I want. <laughs> I am going to take... Oh, man. I feel like we've talked about this game a lot, but I don't care. I'm going to take it anyway, because I know there's a chance Josh is going to draft it. I got to go Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Dang it, Paul. It's the best game on GameCube. It's... it's- it's such a good game. Nintendo, please develop more mature rated <laughs> games. There is a market for it. Games like Eternal Darkness are so good. I that that game would have been 100% my actual next pick, Paul. So you stole my pick. Yeah. Um, that honestly could be my number 1 overall if I was just saying from the heart what game is the best with no sequel. Dude That game, I know we've talked about it in the past, but that game did so many things so well, and it was so unique at the time. And there's not really that many games that do what it did. And I don't know why. There's like none. Because it took the best thing about a psychological horror game. You had multiple characters. It had a great plot. But the best part about that game was that it would 100% mess with your head. It, it would make you, you. It would make you think your TV was broken. <laughs> it would make you think you saw something and you didn't. It would turn your volume up and down on you. And it did all of these things in the game, and you weren't sure what was in the game and what wasn't at that point. And it was just it was the most creative, cool thing to experience in a game. And it didn't hurt that the gameplay was fun and that the horror elements were amazing. It had great characters and stuff like that. So. It was, yeah, I mean, great pick. I would have picked it for my next one. Yeah. Um, I feel like all of these games were made during this period of time where I was probably out, I don't know, like being a, t- uh, being a college student and doing other things or something because <laughs> uh, we're falling in this period of time when I'm just like, yep, good. I don't, I, I guys, I got to level with you. I don't know why I work here anymore. I haven't played this game. I don't know why I work here. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't even know who I am. And Watershed? <laughs> I I don't even, I gotta go. I'm out, guys. <laughs> oh, how funny. Well, you know, Michael, this is a game that was the first mature game developed for a Nintendo console, and it had some really clever things. It had where you could focus on an enemy, but then you could use the right thumbstick to move and aim at different limbs or to aim at the head. And that was very new at the time. But what really made it stand alone was the insanity meter, 
where the more your character went crazy, the more your game would troll you, and the more your character would hallucinate. That's what everybody remembers. And it was a really clever story told through generations. So it would go back to your ancestor back in Italy during the Roman Empire, and you played as a Roman centurion. And you would experience that part of the story, and then it would zip ahead, and then you'd play in another time zone. And it had puzzles kind of like Resident Evil... I feel like it did a lot of things that Resident Evil did not do, and I feel like it did it better. If I could have had an Eternal Darkness series at the expense of Resident Evil, I would take that gamble. Wow, I that's think a Eternal Darkness bet. would have had better. Yeah, I think they would have turned out better. They did try to develop a sequel. I don't remember all the details, but the gaming development studio was bought out by someone or it got disbanded. And it's one of those games where like the rights aren't really available. And so it literally cannot have a sequel because no one can make it. They got sued is what it was. They got into a huge fight with Epic Games of all people. You guys might have heard of them. Um, But over some rights or something like that, they tried to sue Epic Games. Epic Games countersued. Epic Games won. They declared bankruptcy, and that was the end of an absolutely incredible game. And nobody's run with that since. Honestly, it's it's baffling to me. What's the lesson we've learned here, guys? Don't sue anyone, because you could get sued (laughs) and you could lose your great game. (laughs) That's true. So that'll be my second pick. For my third pick, Michael, I think I'm speaking to you now, buddy. Oh, no. I'm taking Spore. Oh, no. Is that on your short list? Michael? No, but I don't I know how it, I don't know how it wasn't on my list. I have no idea how oh. Spore was not on my list. I love Spore. Guess who's never played Spore? Ugh, Josh. Oh, Josh. And you, no you know idea. what's funny? I know that game was it, it got the most hype. It was so crazy when Spore came out, man. Isn't it the same guy that did Fable? Peter Molyneux? 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 Something like that? I'm pretty sure it is. I'm gonna say yes just to be agreeable. I'm I'm pretty sure it is. I'm and, I'm late coming in because I accidentally muted my mic and couldn't find the button. Uh, no, it's made by the guy who did The Sims. What's his name? Will oh. something. Uh, take back. That's- Paul, just strike that from the episode so I don't sound stupid. <laughs> Let's just edit that out. <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, Google challenge. Let's take a look. Spore, Wikipedia. Throwing down it the gun. It was made by Will Wright yeah, from right. Maxis. Dang. So, yeah, so the Will Sims wrong guy, if you're so. Josh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, leave that for the record. <laughs> so, yeah, Spore was one of those games that I think tried to bite off more than it could chew, but it was such a clever idea. I don't know how we haven't come back to it. It was like Spore was divided into like three different sections where you would start off as like evolving a single cell organism and you would have to control it and go around and like eat other organisms. And the more you did, then you would develop its DNA And you would actually build this species from the ground up, which was, I think, really clever. And then you would go into the next phase, which was almost like an RTS, where you would control your camp, you would work on dominating the other species around you, and then eventually, in the last third of the game, you would develop space travel. And you would literally fly to other planets and carry out missions. And I think the issue is that this game came out in 2008, and and I know that doesn't sound that long ago, but honestly, the tech just wasn't there yet. This is back in the day when we were all still buying like DVD-ROMs and games were a lot smaller in scope. I think somebody should tackle this kind of project today. I think it is a golden idea that is just low-hanging fruit, 
somebody please try to make a spore spiritual sequel because I think it would be fantastic. Yeah, that game when I played it, like literally, it it, it blew my mind. I I, I think that kind of got me back into gaming after a long time because I played it at my buddy Sasha's house. Uh, my wife and I were staying for a little bit while we were having a, a house built or whatever. I can't remember the circumstances, but we were there. We were staying at his house, and I came in his office one time, and I'm like, "What is that? Like, you got a bunch of amoebas and stuff on your screen." I'm like, I, I learned <laughs> the go. word. I think I learned the word mitosis because of that game. You know, because your little <laughs> spores become begat other spores, and then sure. the DNA. But it's insane how like it's it's almost like three different games in one game, mm-hmm. but like you literally develop an entire species. Um, I man, I. That blows my mind that I didn't think of this game, uh, and I, this one might get a, a pretty... I'm not going to spoil it, but that's a pretty solid vote for me, because I loved that game. Yeah, I thought that was a really good pick. I was That was one of the ones when I was making my short list that I was like, oh, that's a good one that the other guys may have not thought of, and certainly Josh would have never thought of it since he... I'd never played <laughs> didn't it, but play it's, it. it's more of like yeah. a sim-type game, right? Only in the be- no, not really. Not really that's no. what's so hmm. weird. It's like the one Maxis game that's just like it's almost like a, a modern day IO game where you would go around eating other amoebas and getting bigger. But then it also went into the whole science behind it. Almost Kerbal Space it's, Program it's, in a sense. Like it, it had some elements kind of like that. Yeah, and it had a little bit of Age of Empires. It it was very ambitious. I remember the hype and the excitement around when Spore was announced and was coming out. Like it was really touted as the next big thing. I just I don't know <laughs> what I was playing at the time, but I just never that's one of those games I never I don't even think I've seen gameplay to be honest. Oh, you should look it up. L- listen to this opening couple sentences on Wikipedia. Spore is a 2008 life simulation real-time strategy god game developed by Maxis, blah 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 blah. It covers many genres, including action, real-time strategy, and role-playing games. So, yeah, I mean, this was a game that really did try to cover everything, and it did not excel at any of those one things, which is why I think it was a little bit uh, of a flop at the time. I don't know how it did financially, but I feel like creatively people felt like it didn't quite get there, which is exactly why we need a sequel. Let's use this great idea, but get it right. All right, Josh, we're back to you. Round three, what are you going to take with your third pick? Oh, it's me again? Well, Paul... Yes, sir. I hate to do this to you, because I thought for sure you were going to take this one. Oh. But uh, I hope it's not what I was going to take All I'm going to say is press X to Jason. No! Yeah. (laughs) I almost took it. I almost took it. I really thought you were going to. Josh, I thought there was no way Josh has taken Heavy Rain no, on I me. I love that game, Paul. <laughs> like, I might not love it as much as you do, because you're the I one that so taught, much. like told me about it and said, come over and play this. But that was such a great experience, man. That is a game called Heavy Rain. Longtime listeners of the show are going to know that we've talked about this in the past. Heavy Rain is... On paper, not really my kind of game, to be honest with you. Like, I like a lot more action. I like competition. I like, you know, lots of stuff going on. And Heavy Rain is the absolute antithesis of that, in that it's just this story based walking simulator of a game where you're the world's worst dad. I, you know, we've talked about this on multiple hey, episodes. He's a great dad. Uh, he rescued his son in my playthrough. He lost Thank both you. of his kids. 
um, this this is the best part. Oh, okay, go ahead. Explain the game, and then I want to talk about how there's no way you could ever make a sequel to Heavy Rain. But go ahead, Josh. Uh, it, I mean, so the, the, it's just a story-based game. It's the story about a dad who loses one son in a car accident and then loses his Opening other scene. son to a kidnapper. Um, and you spend the game playing this crazy game of cat and mouse with the kidnapper who's leaving you these challenges and these clues that you have to do to try to save your son. It's it's like a nightmare situation, to be honest. But the game does it so stinking well that you become completely enthralled in this game. It, and it's it's one of those games like that it, it just sticks with you. Like I I mean, how long ago was it that we played Heavy Rain? Seven years? It was a few years, you know, back, like yeah. it was a while back, and I've only played it that one playthrough, and this game still sticks with me. So it's one of those kind of games. I get that story wise, maybe you can't just continue that story in a sequel, but it was an amazing <laughs> right. game when it released. It's very, very well received, you know, for people that have played through it. There's lots of memes about it. Press X to Jason. Um, as you're calling out to your son, isn't it your son, Jason? I think if I remember, Jason right. is the one that dies in the car crash, right. and then Sean is the one that gets kidnapped. Yeah, it's just because a- I've played Heavy Rain a hundred times. And what's goofy? <laughs> what's goofy is a lot of games we always say would not hold up to today's day and age, whether it's graphically or gameplay. I don't care. Heavy Rain's graphics are abysmal in today's day and age, but that game is still phenomenal. It does not matter one bit. You could play that game for the first time today and absolutely understand everything that we're talking about, um, but no sequels. And what's funny, Michael, is Detroit Become Human is a kind of spiritual successor to Heavy Rain. Yes, where they tried to kind of recapture some of the ideas behind it but i think i've never played detroit become human but from what i've read people were not necessarily enamored of it It it's like people either kind of liked it or they thought it was really bad i loved it yeah i i enjoyed it but i think heavy rain is the much better version if you haven't played heavy rain michael at some point we legitimately should get you me and josh together and just watch. I, you play I would watch it because play. it is it oh, is so awesome. over the top. It's like playing the movie Seven in a video game where you're just constantly like, I did not know you could do that in a video game. Like when this game puts you in a room and says in front of this camera, you need to cut off one of your fingers or your son's dead, and you just start like walking around. And you're like preparing for this by getting a plank of wood to bite down, and you stick a hot iron in a fire so you can cauterize the wound after. Terrifying! It's like it's you're playing it with your hands on your head. Like (laughs) I can't believe this is happening. And also, the one thing that Josh did kind of leave out is that you might be the killer. You don't really know because your character's been blacking out. Yeah. And, oh, wow. And cannot remember events. So it's possible that your alter ego or your alter ego might have kidnapped your own son, has him locked up somewhere, and, and you have to kind of figure all of it out. So funny enough, when you first said Heavy Rain, I was like, you can't pick a movie. In my mind, I heard Hard Rain, the 1998 movie oh. starring Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman. Good uh, movie. Like, I, right, because I've actually, I actually, have, I, and then I remembered Heavy Rain. And I'm like, this might be a game that's actually already in my Steam library. I'm not even kidding. I think I, because I'm like, wait a minute, I've is that my Steam library? I should, I, it I would check. not surprise me if Michael has this game just sitting in his library. If it's not, it's probably it the only be. game that we've ever talked right. about that's not in my Steam library that I haven't played. <laughs> It'll be the first one. That's actually yeah, the next was, bonus round draft. Is 
all the games in Michael's oh. Steam library that he hasn't played, <laughs> and we just go for it. Uh, the only thing is that, yes, a sequel to Heavy Rain... I don't think you could have Ethan be the main character because the idea of him having a third son who then goes on to get kidnapped I mean, what's the is very unbelievable. Kids and I mean, I, I don't think so at all. I think it fits the story perfectly. I uh, Maybe Sean has grown up and now his son gets kidnapped. Yes. And now maybe that's the hook. I don't know. But I, I'll, I'll take any game from Quantic Dream. They were actually just sold or bought out. So I don't know what that means for the Star Wars game that they're developing. But... Yeah, what a fun studio. I love all their stuff, but Heavy Rain for me is is the top. Great pick, Josh. I was definitely going to take it with my last pick, but uh, that that's a good one. So, Michael, we are back to you. You get to draft your last two picks. Before I pick my last two picks, I just wanted to say that I'm going to set up a sequel for Heavy Rain. You ready for it? What's the guy's name again? <laughs> Kyle? Ethan. Ethan. Whatever. Same name. Um, no, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Ethan gets a letter in the mail that says that he had a girlfriend back in college, and she had a son, and they're both missing. <laughs> yeah. And then, or she's dead, and he's missing. There you go. Boom. We just take the Hollywood formula and just rinse and repeat. Done. We got it. Um, yeah, all right. Certainly could. So, yeah. And okay, go ahead, Michael. What, what are your last two picks? Here we go. Back to back, Rockstar, baby. Oh, I, I have played no. one of these. I have not played the other. <sighs> and yes, You're I played. My- I played La Noire. Michael, that's such a good pick. I thought that was going to be my surprise ace in the hole in round four. Nope. I've I've never played played this first. I I hear it's a great game, but I've never played it. So for Rockstar fans, it's not your normal Rockstar game. Every other Rockstar game is the same formula, right? It's the same rinse and repeat, blah, blah, blah. Now, L.A. Noire is old. It's, It's dated. I'm not sure if you could play it now, but it really does more go into like you're asking a lot of questions to people and you're waiting for answers and you have to determine different directions to go. And it's a bunch of different little like basically missions, but really detective. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Detective cases. Yeah. Yeah. You you're work a bunch of murders. Yeah. You work a bunch of little murders and they're all kind of cul- uh, culminating into a big murder or a big you know, kind of like how are they all fitting together and piecing together? But it still feels like a Rockstar game in a lot of ways, except the action piece is definitely missing. There's not a lot of action. There's a little bit in there, but not a whole lot. And the action is very, very Red Dead Redemption 1-ish. Would you say, Paul, kind of like it's it's very kind of similar to, you know, like just even less than style. that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's honestly closer to uh, Heavy Rain action-wise. Like you're not aiming and shooting at people. You might chase people. But it's all for the intent of like handcuffing them so you can then interrogate them back at the police station. So you do like drive around and pick people up. But I think a lot of that game honestly comes down to what questions do you ask in the interrogation room? What yep. evidences do you have? And how can you prove someone's lying? And how are you going to solve these murders? Yeah. And oftentimes they don't give you like straight up hard clues. You've really got to figure some things out. And, um, it's the only Rockstar game that's really set. It's set in 1947. So it's, it's, oh, I guess it's like almost exactly in between Grand Theft Auto 
Vice City and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, if you do the math. I'm not, I'm not doing the math right now, but it's probably right in between. Smack dab. Um, but it's cool because it, it also has kind of like, it kind of has like this bit of a browned out tone to it. So you almost feel like you're in an older movie, you know, at least to my memory. If memory serves right, it's not as bright and colorful as a lot of these games are. Um, and so it kind of left that feeling with me that I just, I loved it. I thought it was great. And Josh hasn't played it, so we're going to throw it out like most of these games. <laughs> great music, too. Like, it's got that that old oh, yeah. school film noir soundtrack and if you want to just go on a laughing fit pull up youtube and just search for funniest moments from la noir where you pull someone into an interrogation room and like <laughs> accuse him of uh, uh things i probably shouldn't even say on the podcast and you just can like throw out random accusations against these people and just seeing their responses is so funny la noir is great I think it would be so easy to make a sequel. Just set it in, an, in another time period. Yeah. Chase another serial killer instead of being the Black Dahlia or because this takes place like around the Black Dahlia killings. Make it like, I don't know, like around like Ted Bundy or something. It would be really easy to make this game in the 80s or in the 90s. I feel like it's got to be like pre-DNA modern would, forensic stuff. I would pick the 70s. I think the 70s are perfect. Oh, for this. yeah. Yeah. And there you it's, go. It's interesting, too, because like. It's it's just one of those things where I think Rockstar has gone so far in the direction now of action, 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 shooting. That's what our people want. That this kind of game just might not sell as well. And so Rockstar is like, we're not going to make that because it just won't sell as well as the action games will. And they're a business and they have to make money. And so that's all there is to it. We'll never see a sequel. Fair enough. And did you say you have another Rockstar game? Because this is another one Rockstar, on my list. Rockstar, baby. Here comes Bully. <laughs> Yep. I love Bully. Bully is awesome. And I haven't played it. It's like the only Rockstar game I haven't played. That's bu- I've not played Bully either, so apparently I'm missing out on two of these Rockstar games, and I hear amazing things about both of them. Like, honestly, Paul, you and I have chatted about Bully in the past, and you, I, I think you love it, right? Weren't you saying it's a very unique kind of fun game? I love Bully. It's honestly just a PG-13 GTA. You're running around the dormitories. You're shooting people with slingshots and stuff like that instead of guns. I remember it being so controversial because people just immediately heard Rockstar and thought, we've got to make sound clips about how this game's harming the youth. People called it a Columbine simulator. Get out of here. The game is nothing of the sort. That's just people who never looked at the game. They just wanted to rail on something and gain you know, political points. Yeah. I mean, you ran around as this misfit teenager and you took care of bullies and you ran various missions around the school. You could ditch class and get in trouble. It was a fun game. I kind of see why they never made a sequel. I'll definitely say bully does not hold up nearly as well as LA noir. You can absolutely play LA noir today. I I have it in steam and I first played it on three DS uh, but yeah, Ellie Noir is well worth picking up. Bully, I think, is too old at this point, but I think those are both great picks, Michael. I hear one of the best things about... Bu- thank you, Paul. You know, Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, tip of the cap <laughs> from Paul. Uh, we can end the show now because Paul just gave me the great compliment. Um, he's actually never said that before. 
Um, <laughs> it's certainly better than your round two picks. Which you know what? It's funny because <laughs> I, I roll. Oh, oh. I, I, I can't can't pump you up too too high, Michael. Got to keep you grounded. Well, I'm still riding the high you gave me at the beginning because I believe the intro said he's a man who blah 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been waiting 22 years for my father to call me a man, and John, Paul just called me a man. I'm so happy. Sorry, guys, I digress. Um, anyways, I hear one of the best things about bully also is how you navigate like your social circles while you're at school and you've got to yeah. kind of go through and do that kind of stuff because i was reading a lot about it and i've heard a lot about it and um it just seems really interesting a little bit different from um a lot of the other rockstar games so i can see why they don't want to make sequels to either one of these but i would love it well i don't know about bully but i would love to see a sequel to la noir and that actually should have been like my first pick overall do you think that they just went the GTA route after Bully and said, hey, this formula kind of works, but we can just step it up and not worry about people being upset about violence? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, so. Yeah. yeah the, people want a lot more action sometimes, and I think action games that have... So here's the thing. GTA and um, Red Dead Redemption kind of have some elements of L.A. Noir. There's some investigative... You have to go ask some questions of people, but they also add the action piece in. And I think that's why they sell better, and that's probably why they just went that route. Yeah. L.A. Noir has like a very specific niche audience, I think. It's not as universal. Honestly, you're looking for people who really love movies and people who love detective stories, but also like games, which is why Michael and I love it so much. But I think for your common person, they want more action. So, yeah, it makes sense why it, why there's no more. And it's actually L.A. Noir. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I I like to pronounce the R, but uh, you do you, Michael. All right, Josh, you get to take your last pick here in round four. How are you going to finish out your team? Oh, boy. Well, I was going to take Eternal Darkness, but you stole that from me. Um, who picks last? You, right, Paul? So me. I can't spoil anything. I was going to talk about some options here. I still have a lot listed. Yeah. Whatever you got, I probably have on my list. I, I, My heart says to pick this game because it's phenomenal, and it is one of those games that never had a sequel. There is a sequel that is rumored to be in development and has been rumored to be in development for a long time. For like 15 years time? Yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, think I, I know so. where you're going. Maybe. I don't, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> that I, sequel's not coming, I by the way. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to pick that game, though. Because I want to beyond win. Good and evil. It is beyond good and evil. Yep. <laughs> Neither of yeah. you played that, right? It's a phenomenal game, dude. It is so I played good. it for 10 minutes. <laughs> dude, I, I was the same it. way. I was like, I hear good things about this game. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to play it. I got completely sucked into that game. Realized why it is such a like cult classic type game. Um, a lot, a lot of fun, man. Um, and yes, there is a sequel that's rumored to be in development, but has been rumored for a very long time. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pick a heavy hitter here because this game has not had a sequel. It was one of the better old school Nintendo games, and that's a game called Star Fox. Star, Star Fox, Fox sixty four. Yeah, was yeah. that a sequel? Star Fox. Yeah, yeah. I know. Star Fox 64 is a sequel. Wasn't it really a sequel or was it more of yes. like a reimagining? It's, it's a sequel. Dang it. <laughs> it's, right. it's, in the, it's in the same. I don't Yeah, I would. The, the same reason I didn't pick Excite Bike because Excite Bike had an Excite Bike like 64 See, as well. I look at Excite Bike the same way. I look at it as just the base game and that's it. So, okay. All right. Well, I tried. Darn it. Um, I try. 
We had to throw at least one game out, and we haven't thrown one out yet, so unfortunately, you're at the all end. Right, all right, all right. I mean, it's the last round. What's it going to matter? Okay. <laughs> right. The latest release was Star Fox 2, which released in 2017. Did, I believe when you call something 2, it Anybody ever played Star Fox sequel. 2? I actually have, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> it is on the Super Nintendo Mini which my family bought me for Christmas one year, and it has Star Fox 2, right. which was previously unreleased. So there is Star Fox 2, but there's also Star Fox 64. All also, right. Josh, this list is not called games that have sequels that nobody played. All it's right, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Dang it. All right. I was thinking that there wasn't like an actual legit sequel to that. Like, yes, there were some offshoots, and maybe they tried to capitalize on the name, but okay. Uh, I'm torn between two games then. Um, I don't think Paul would pick either one of these. <sighs> and I know there's one that there's another game that he likes better, but I'm going to go with my heart on this one and I'm going to pick a game called Soma. I don't know that either of you have ever played Soma, but SOMA? SOMA. Absolutely phenomenal game. Very much creepy, horror based, underwater. Think, um, think Bioshock almost. Uh, lots of creepiness, lots of really neat psychological aspects to it. Soma is one of those games that if you have not heard anything about, you should number one, definitely look it up and it would hold up phenomenally to this day because I think they did a remaster of it or did like one of those texture packs or something where the graphics actually are really good still. But what's it so from? what's that? What's it from? Like what year did it come out? Um, Soma's pro. If I had to guess, I would 2015? say 2015. Yep, 2015. So it's not that that old, but man, if you want a creepy, amazingly well done psychological horror type game, Soma is cream of the crop as far as that goes. And like both of you, it's criminally unknown. Because it's incredible. We you are, solve puzzles. Pa- Paul and I are criminally unknown. Yes. I agree. Yes, you guys <laughs> are. <laughs> but, well, these are the people who made Amnesia. I'm surprised it's not a bigger title. I, it's, dude, it's, that's, I, I don't get it. I don't know why Soma didn't catch on because just like Amnesia, it's so well done. There's not much about this game that doesn't hold up or is not enjoyable. It's just sad because it's one of those games that not a lot of people know about. So for those that have played Soma out there, they are cheering and going, yes, Josh, yes. Nice. And then everybody else is going, what? Soma? Well, let me go Google that. But yes, if that's your kind of game, you will not be disappointed at all. Everybody else (laughs) hit the click forward 15 seconds button like four times. (laughs) And if Paul, if you don't take the other game that I was going to pick, I'll let you know what it was. Well, we can do honorable mentions at the end, too. Okay, that's Yeah. Yeah, when I heard Soma, the inner chef slash foodie inside me just thought of Noma, which is one <laughs> of like the most well-known restaurants in the world in Denmark. And I got really excited and a little bit less excited about Soma. Mm, see, no, I've never no, heard no, of no Noma, so we're, we're even now. <laughs> see, when I heard of Soma, I, I heard of the annual music festival in Northern Ireland, and that's only because that was the first thing came up in my Google search when I just Googled it. <laughs> Very Soma nice. Festival. <laughs> All right, so here we are down to the last pick of the draft. I think we've got some really awesome games that I know you guys have not played, or at least I don't think you have. Honestly, Sleeping Dogs, I might even have taken number one overall if I thought you guys had played it. Never played it. 
that was like a GTA competitor that honestly I thought was just as good. It took place in Hong Kong, but I feel like people, for whatever reason, maybe they just didn't want to play like an Eastern open world sandbox game like that. But Sleeping Dogs pops up on tons of these lists. Sleeping Dogs I- actually is in my Steam library because I got it on uh, uh, on a sale one time, and I was like, "That looks like that looks like an Eastern GTA. I want to play that." It's exactly what it is, and it's really good. I played it back in the day, uh, maybe on Xbox, but yeah, that's a great one. Gun. I preferred Gun to Red Dead Revolver. It was the better cowboy game, and honestly, I almost feel like Rockstar took everything that Gun did well and incorporated it, and then churned out Red Dead Redemption 1. Uh, but Gun never got a sequel, and Gun is really good. I think they like disbanded that part of the company, and so that one pops up on a lot of lists. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, another great one that we don't have a sequel to. So that just leaves, for me, I'm playing to my audience here, being you two, trying to pick one that might make it as a dark horse <laughs> out of round one. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Oh, Wait, that that's was too on, new. That's no, I don't think so. Is it? Are you sure? There are no sequels. Was, that was on it is. That, that was on my list and I got rid of it because I didn't I didn't look it up though. I just assumed it was too new. No, it 2015. Is not too new. Oh, 2015, no. buddy. Oh no. Uh, that Keep was talking. actually on my list, Paul, but it was further down, but what a great game. And you could do so much more with it to be honest. Yeah. I it's a great idea. I was. I thought you were going to pick Goldeneye when you said you were going to play to Michael I, and myself because we know that Michael loves Goldeneye and I love Goldeneye. Doesn't that have a sequel? No, well, it does not. I, I I was going. Okay, my two cheeky picks. I was going to. I literally have these down with question marks after the name. I have Goldeneye <laughs> question mark because they did make like the world is not enough and things like that, which were right. the Bond movie sequels, and they made games on those sequels. So, but there's technically no Goldeneye 2, but you do have more Bond games. So I thought it probably wouldn't count. I would have tried to axe it just because I took it off my list because I'm like, well, there's Tomorrow Never Dies, The World is Not Enough, and they're basically the same game. Those are based on movies that are different movies. So Goldeneye to me would completely qualify. That's tough. But the story does carry on with the Pierce Brosnan Bond. That is. What, so what about World you, of Warcraft? If I drafted World of Warcraft, would you have allowed it? Because it no. is not a sequel. It is a complete new series that is based on the it Warcraft games. It has a lot games. of DLC, but mm. not a sequel. There is no World of Warcraft 2, whereas like there was an EverQuest 2. Yeah, but it's a yeah. sequel to Warcraft, isn't it? But Warcraft is an RTS series. This yeah, was an the, MMO. The, the story carries on and intertwines. So yes, it's a, it's it's not allowed. I would not consider World okay. of Warcraft a one-hit wonder. Is the only right. thing because there's so many expansions and stuff for it. That I thought it was kind of in the gray that's area. It. I would have shot that down, but yeah. I would not have shot down Goldeneye. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, wait. Did fun. I make my pick? No, not yet. Oh, keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep talking. Oh, he did. I was going to say, are we 15 minutes in and he still hasn't made a pick yet? No, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, keep talking and nobody explodes. That's the official pick. That's such a fun Uh, pick. That's a great pick. What other uh, honorable mentions do you guys have? Oh, I've got... um, So, Minecraft. Minecraft was on my list and I almost picked it, but I 
I, I mean, just, honestly, that could be a that could have been the Minecraft Dungeons. That's not a sequel. No, that's the same. That is the exact same as World of Warcraft. I, that is no different than World of Warcraft and Warcraft. Dude, 3. that's just because somebody used like the IP doesn't mean that it's a sequel. It's so, got creeper lore. I know. So Ooh, I, I Minecraft, I but I, it's one of those things. Like I feel like Minecraft wouldn't have won just because it didn't fit like the nature of the the draft, like the tournament. Right. You know, um, it's not my cup of tea. I, anyway. I had. Uh, Pod Racer, Star Wars Episode One Racer. What a phenomenal racing game! One of the oh, best racing call. games out there, in my opinion. Um, there was no sequel to that. Um, Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Apparently, I was looking at these psychological horror games because I've got Heavy Rain, <laughs> Amnesia, and uh, Soma on there. Um, and then uh, Josh you is going to go Shadow black out Colossus later and not know too. where he is for two right. hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So for mine, yeah, I've got uh, I had Minecraft as well, but I also had uh, Cities Skylines, ironically enough, oh, okay. which has been out for a while. And it's not made by Maxis. It's not a sim game. And actually, uh, one of the took better, over- more well received uh, sim builders. It really is kind yeah. of the best one, to be honest with you. And it's got a lot of uh, um. Not DLC, but a lot of mods, a lot of modding community, stuff like that. Um, I've also got the Order 1886, which I haven't played, which people had mixed reviews on that I heard was the story was yes, no, okay, but it added cool elements. Um, and Stardew Valley. Uh, Stardew yeah. Valley I thought about too, but I didn't, I don't like that game. So I didn't know. That's why I didn't advertise do it, for I, it. It's yep. the same reason I left it also off. Yeah. I, I, I also had a couple others Castle Crashers, uh, Brute Force. Brute Force, I don't remember if I brought that up when we talked about Hidden Gems. That was one of our very first bonus rounds. Brute Force was a third-person action game that came out. uh, In my mind, I kind of like remember it being similar to Gears of War, where it was like a cover-based third-person shooter. And that game never got a sequel, and that one was great. And then I don't know if it I don't know how old it was, but The Witness. I also The Witness is actually on my list list as well. I love that. Great choice. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to go Ooh. through these rounds. These are the matchups. We are already an hour into the episode, so we can keep these relatively short. But our first matchup in round one is Rust versus Soma. I can't Josh, argue against I, Rust. I don't, I, I don't I, think I mean, you're going to win this amazing. I, since, <laughs> since I brought up Soma and it's the round one, and obviously we're both going to pick Rust, I will say this. Soma has a 96% overwhelmingly positive review score on Steam. That should oh, wow. tell you how amazing that game is. So if you have not picked up Soma, you can pick it up dirt cheap, and I highly recommend it. But yes, I'm going and, with Rust. <laughs> and Soma, please uh, please sponsor the show. Yes, right. <laughs> we need sponsors. All right. So yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll plug in Rust. That, that'll be the winner of that matchup. Second matchup, Terraria versus Bully. Ooh, tough I one. love Bully, but... Uh, no, Terraria is, I think, the far Terraria is game. such a popular game. Uh, I mean, anybody that's... I, I, I mean, Terraria was a very pleasant surprise. That is one game that we did a deep dive on that I did not think I was going to like. And then wound up going, I see what the hype is about. I see why so many people love this game. And I think it's still in our top 15 yeah, I think, I think it is it's somewhere. It's right ranked pretty high, and it hasn't really yeah. moved since then either. So, and true story too. Josh is actually not very stubborn, but his beard is very stubborn, it and just so will they not get off my clash. face. I can't. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Terraria sixteen oh, on our leaderboard. Sixteen, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, great game. Um, Bully. I've never played. I hear it does. If you actually Google the whole like, hey, what's a game that 
you know, Bully does come up a lot. I've just not played it. Um, I hear it's great, but it's no Terraria. No, I, I get you. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll concede on this one. Fair enough. And then our final, or sorry, not our final, uh, match three in round one, we have the Stanley Parable versus Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Ooh. Oh, man. I, I'm going to give this to Michael, to be honest. As much as I love Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, the Stanley Parable I know is absolutely beloved. I played the demo for it, and I absolutely loved what I saw in the demo. I will wind yeah. up playing this game. It's on my wish list so that I don't forget about it. But I feel like for such a beloved game, there's not been any kind of sequel to it. There's been games that have tried to copy that formula a little bit. Um, like I, we, Paul, we did a, the, the last time we did a demo show, I talked about a game that said, do not buy this game. That was basically doing the same <laughs> thing as the Stanley Parable. So I'm going to pick Stanley Parable on that one. I do I'm as also, well. Yeah, and that was this was tough for me because I love keep talking nobody explodes, and I'm not I'm not the type of person that's gonna well I kind of am because I want to win this time. That's just gonna pick mine for the sake of picking mine. But honestly, I just I think that the Stanley Parable had so many things that are, were so original going for it, and so does keep talking nobody explodes. Obviously, but Stanley Parable is one of a kind. It moves on. Yeah, uh, just so clever. Like keep talking is also clever and fun, but the writing and the humor of Stanley Parable is just top notch. I, I can't vote against it. All right, next matchup here. Oof, Michael, this is a rough one. Grim Fandango, <laughs> which none of us have played, versus <laughs> Heavy Rain, which did oh. I put Heavy Rain in my top 10 of all time? I think you did. Or did I leave it out? I hope I had it in there because Actually, it, it no, should have been. I don't know if it was I don't in think your it was there. 10. I think I left it out. I know it it's in your accident. top 10, but I don't know that you actually like mentioned it when we did the top 10 episode. Wow. I think that's an oversight by me. Yeah. Bad, bad new, job by Paul. New top 10 episode coming soon, guys. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to revisit top 10. We just did it last month. So, uh, Josh, do you and I both throw our hat in the ring oh, for I'm heavy rain heavy here? Rain. Easily. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> there are some people out there right now that have played both and are probably like, you guys are dumb. I'm not one of them though. Cause you know, I've never played either. So, Heavy rain. All right. So Heavy rain survives round one. I'm so proud. All right. Next matchup, we've got Jade Empire versus Spore. Uh, this is a sentence I never thought I would speak out loud. <laughs> <laughs> How on earth do you end up with Jade Empire versus Spore? Only in a on this podcast, man, which is great. <laughs> now, neither of you played Jade Empire, and you both played Spore. Jade yeah. Empire, I guarantee you, is the better game. I, I, hands I, I, down. I was, I was going to say, I have a feeling Jade Empire is the better game. I think Spore is the better idea that needs a sequel more. But we didn't say what's a game that needs a sequel. It's what's the best game with no sequel. With no sequel. We did say that, yeah. yeah. Yep. True. So does that mean we're picking Jade Empire? Because it really is up there as far as a phenomenal game that just never had anything done with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Although I will say go check out Spore. It's worth checking out. I'm good with it. All right, last matchup of round one. Ooh, this is a fun one. Eternal Darkness versus L.A. Noir, as uh, as Michael would say. Noir. La Noir. <laughs> oh, La Noir. Man, I have never paid. I've never played L.A. Noir, so I can't comment to that. <laughs> but I am a huge fan of Eternal Darkness, so my vote would go to Eternal Darkness because that game is great. My vote goes to L.A. Noir. <laughs> 
Ooh, Paul. <laughs> or or nor. Now you've no, played as much both, as Paul. it. I, I'm so yeah. I'm the only one who's yeah. played both. Man, I, they're both great, but. I mean, Eternal Darkness, honestly, for me, might have been my pick in round one. Like I said before, I got to go Eternal Darkness. I, th- I think what we're trying to do is systematically remove every game that I've played so that I don't get to say a word. <laughs> this draft ain't looking so good rounds. for changing Michael's uh, losing uh, nope. streak. Nope, sure isn't. I'll get him, my- I'll get him next time, guys. Uh, <laughs> Michael's still got one game in the mix. You never know. We'll see if Stanley Parable can uh, carry the Could rest of the it's, str- it's a strong one. It is, it's a strong, it is one. a strong one. Stanley Parable's back is hurting at this point because that's uh, carrying an awful load here for Michael. All right. We are in round two. We are down to our final six games. We're looking at Rust, Terraria, Stanley Parable, Jade Empire, Heavy Rain, and Eternal Darkness. That's a that's great a list, collection. actually. That's a good <laughs> list of games. <laughs> Why do we not have sequels? <laughs> Why do these not have sequels, guys? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> They're so good. All right. Rust versus Jade Empire. Josh, you're the only one who has played both. That means he gets to pick. I I absolutely love Rust. Rust is in our top four of games. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Rust, I feel like, doesn't fit the the nature of this episode and this draft because it's multiplayer or like why i just like the heart of it man you know what i mean it's a great pick (laughs) but it's like it's it's like i don't know that there could be a sequel to rust what is what 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 am i doing here josh i don't know like (laughs) you're grabbing you're you're grasping you're grasping for straws josh (laughs) like what are you doing Oh, Jade Empire was so good. Jade Empire versus Rust is the game where it's like, yes, they should have made a sequel to Jade Empire. Rust doesn't need a sequel. But I, yeah, I, but I hate we're not for making me do this, Paul, because I love Rust so much. Josh, I'm Josh, Rust. Josh, this is so much we, fun. How dare <laughs> you, Paul? How dare you? If, if we did a deep dive on Jade Empire, it ain't cracking the top I four. I know it's not. <laughs> I don't. You're a mean person, Paul. <laughs> I'd say I feel bad, but I don't. I know you don't. All right. I'm going Rust. All right. Rust wins. Rust has the first pass here into the finals. How do you make a sequel Next. for Rust? That's the only thing I'm having a problem with. <laughs> I really want a sequel to Rust or just fix the first game. I, I really right. just want... A Rust that doesn't have the bugs and the hackers. Yeah. What would the name be for Rust too? Rustier. Uh, oxidization. Yeah, there you go. You got it. <laughs> Ruster. <laughs> Rustier. Rustiest. Rustier. Is the third. The third part is rustiest. Yeah, or just rusty. <laughs> it's like no. Hold on. It's like the Die Hard trilogy. Die Hard to Die Harder. Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Come on. More Rust is the sequel. <laughs> All right, next matchup. Ooh, we got two good games. Terraria versus Heavy Rain. Oh. Now, if I voted with my heart, the answer is Heavy Rain. If you asked me to vote as a impartial critic, Terraria is the better game. But, man, do I like Heavy Rain more. I like Heavy <laughs> Rain. There's hearts here. I, I will say this. As the only person that I think has played both of these games... Uh, uh, well, no, Paul, you've played both too. I don't, see this is a tough one, but I'm with you, Paul. Like, 
this kind of goes They're back so to my, different. Yeah. But if Terraria came out with a sequel, if, if they announced, guys, Terraria 2 is in development, the world would lose its mind. Honestly, it really would. And I feel like if somebody came out and said, hey, Heavy Rain's got a sequel, people would go, oh, that, that I remember that game. That game's really old. You know, so no, I, no one would care. Except <laughs> right. <me>. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm going to say Terraria on this one. As much as I love Heavy Rain, and they're both my picks, so I got no horse in this race. Or actually, I guess I have both horses in this race. Yeah, you've got two. Right? You're yeah. shooting one of your horses. Uh, well, bang, oh, bang. No. See you, Heavy Rain. <laughs> uh, Michael, you do technically get a vote. Uh, <laughs> do you have a preference? Uh, what, which one did Josh just pick? Uh, Terraria. <laughs> yeah, no, Terraria. Go, go forward with it. Uh, yeah, he made some yeah. good points. Though. Like Terraria is also like one of those games that everybody's heard of. It's a household name, a household yeah. game. Everyone except for me in the world has played it, and so it's one of those things where it's your like, kids haven't played it. I guess to move on. I think they have. I'm sure yeah. they have. And I know, and I keep saying this, I'm 100% sure it's in my Steam library because I bought it because I had a buddy who was like, let's play Terraria. Yeah. So. Yeah. Great game. I still don't understand why they don't teach you how to play it. Yeah. So you got to spend a couple hours on YouTube learning how to play Terraria. But Wait, once really? you learn it, it's great. They teach you nothing. Josh- and then it's like, it's so crazy because I had to keep shouting at my daughter over and over. Like, how do we do this? She'd be like, oh, yeah, you do that. And I'm like, how do we do this? It's goofy. This- the second Josh taught me to just build a wall up into the sky and the fact that there was like a whole sky area to explore really blew my mind because there is nothing in the tutorial of Terraria that would ever make you think that you could just like build your way up into the sky. Yeah. Wow. All right. And then our last matchup of round two, the Stanley parable versus eternal darkness. Stanley parable. Does Michael make it into the final Stanley parable? (laughs) Oh, no, it doesn't sound good. Sorry, Michael. Oh, Number one, my, one. my my playtime with Stanley Parable is admittedly very low. I think the demo was only like 20 minutes. And as much as I have a lot of interest in playing that game... So the demo is the full game, basically. Then. I mean, maybe. No, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it, it might be, actually. But um, I, I mean, Eternal Darkness is just so good. And I know that game will never get a sequel, but it needs a sequel. All right. I am yeah. 0 and 4 now well, Paul, officially Paul before gets the to end of the show. On this one, but I'm assuming you're I, taking I do. I'm picking Eternal yeah, Darkness. I'm sorry, so. Michael. Uh, so does that mean Michael's <laughs> out? Michael's out. Yeah. Guys, at this point, I'm like the Razzie Awards. Michael, do you know that guy, <laughs> Owen? <laughs> Owen 4. Owen 4! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it! I was really Michael's, Michael's middle you. name is Owen. Oh, I was hoping to get That's you. It. I'm changing. I'm cha- people are going to wonder why... People are going to wonder why I changed my Discord name to Owen tonight. Oh, <laughs> Josh the Beard and Michael Look, Owen. Owen. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. All right. So we are down to our final three here in the finals. Since we're a three-man show, this is just how the math works out. You always end up with three. So we've got Rust versus Terraria versus Eternal Darkness. Um, I think all three of these games belong here. I don't think yeah. there's an obvious dark or black sheep where it's like, yeah, cross that one out. I think these all deserve to be here. They do. I can tell you that I think one is going to wind up dropping out. Yeah. Which one would you think that is, Paul? Uh, Terraria. No. <laughs> no. I'm guessing you're going to say answer. something else. Uh, okay. So what we generally do here is we just match up all three and see which one wins the most rounds. So let's just start out by saying 
Terraria versus Eternal Darkness. I would go Terraria. I would also go Terraria. Eternal Darkness, you know I absolutely love that game, Paul. But number one, we know that there will never be a sequel. And the problem is, is, it is sad. It makes me sad because people need to run with that formula and that idea of like actually tricking the gamer. You know, I I don't think that's been done nearly enough. Um, But... I don't think that that if you played that game today, number one, I don't think it would age very well. And I I think you can't deny the insane popularity that is Terraria and the fact that for a game that is so widely, wildly popular, there's no sequel for it. And I, I think it's the better pick. Yeah, I feel like if we crossed out Terraria 70 five percent of our listeners that are still hanging on would turn this off yeah. <laughs> so right. my my personal vote I, I i honestly really do think eternal darkness is a better game uh but i totally get it and, and i'm fine with it so terraria uh, i'm not voting for it but you both did so that's fine they it wins that matchup what about rust versus eternal darkness <sighs> so, i mean i i have to say rust I rust say is rust Rust is just. I just. It's, I'm it's ha- so good. It is, and 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 we got to make Michael play Rust at some point, man. We oh, really yeah. do. Yeah. I, maybe we. I mean, people. You know, it's our show, man. We can do what we want on this podcast, and people would be like, "Why are you doing a third deep dive on Rust?" And it's like, well, because we want Michael to play it. Yeah. It's <laughs> because we want Michael to have the greatest time of his life and then be super depressed. Yes, I so want. I want Michael so texting me like late at night, being like. Dude, I can't believe we lost everything. Like, wait, did we really lose yep. everything? And I'm like, yeah, it's all gone, dude. Like, like, can we reload? Or and I'm like, no, it's all just gone. <laughs> After 30 hours, yep, gone, gone, Michael. It's good. <laughs> this game sucks. Yeah. I hate this game. <laughs> that's, that's about right. Too. I I do like survival games, but I do not like that element of it. But you know, that being said, I will prepare myself. I will come at it with a strong risk heart reward and though, do, man. Nothing gets your heart pumping dive. like the thought of losing everything or the thought that you're about to steal all of somebody else's stuff too. That's what I'm most excited about. So so question though, uh, not to make this hour seven hour long episode any longer, um if you if everything's taken from you, can you still go take things from other people? Oh yeah. Sure if you kill them. Yeah. Oh, so and you can kill, kill people guys. with a bow and arrow. It's not. It's, you can hit them with a rock. Yeah. Technically, you that's I mean? hard to yeah. kill somebody with. But yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we here here getting to this. This is tough, man. Because Rust, I absolutely love, and it's an amazing game. I'm having a hard time saying that Rust is a one hit wonder, and that. I just don't know how you make a sequel to Rust unless you just fix all the bugs and say, "Hey, we're re-releasing this with." more organized inventory like an auto sort you know what i mean like how do you you make another terraria like terraria is the same because you can do all new bosses with terraria you can do all new bosses you can do all new biomes you i mean i guess you could do that with rust but there's no bosses in rust either so well they they yeah and they have added all of the new monuments and they have added more pve content you could still add more stuff i think in rust no problem uh, but yeah, my vote is still Rust. All right, it, I mean, it's perfectly I eligible. I agree. And honestly, we just decided that uh, Eternal Requiem would lose to Terraria. So if we say that <laughs> Rust is going to lose to that, then we know who the winner is. 
That's right. <laughs> right. All right. So it's the final matchup that we've all been waiting for. These were the first two picks. Michael, you can take some solace knowing that you just didn't have a chance to draft either That's of true. these two games. That's a good we've call. got Rust versus Terraria in the finals. Josh and I have played both games. Michael has played neither. So this is going to be tough to decide. What are we going to crown as the winner? I think Terraria would make the better sequel. Honestly, as much as I like Rust, I don't think you can do as much with Rust as you could do with Terraria. But that's not the draft. I'm making arguments here. Uh, uh-huh. And that's my argument. That, I don't think Rust fits the heart of this, you know, this episode. If I text Josh... Oh, Dude, this I just downloaded Terraria. Do Let's hop in. Play? He's not going to play it. Josh is going to say kick rocks. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not downloading Terraria. If I told Josh, uh, me, Michael, and Todd are all in Rust, and we just got a two by two stone base up. Josh is downloading <laughs> that so freaking fast. Seven minutes, man. <laughs> it, yes, come on, it's got to be. But we're not us. talking about which game is the most fun. That's not. Yes, the, we are. We're it's the best standalone game. Which game? is is the it meets the definition of a one hit wonder i just i think it's interesting the argument though because i i really am i'm not this is not my official pick but i'm really buying into what josh is saying in fact it's it's one of those things where it's like it's ongoing it's a multiplayer game it's how do you make a sequel to that you know and i know that's not i know that's not the actual rules of the draft draft, but like i almost feel like Terraria and Rust kind of both need to be thrown out, and we need to go Eternal Darkness. But we can't do that now, sorry, because it's like that's that's a that's a game like that has a story and has you know like yeah. Terraria and Rust don't have stories and they don't have you know what I mean. Like it almost feels like these are both imposters to me. So I really don't know what to go with. You can play Terraria um, solo. You don't have to play online. You don't have to play cooperatively. Rust, you have to play online. There is no solo mode whatsoever. So just yeah. just 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 to be sure, I am the. I am the you're choice. The, you're the tiebreaker. You're, you're the deciding vote. I have one last argument. Which one's higher on our leaderboard? No, like, this is already solved. It's already solved. It is not. It's it the better the, game. It is right. the, the, it is it's the, the better nature game. of the, the draft, Paul, and the tournament. is the What game is the best one-hit wonder? Yes. Which is the better one-hit wonder game? Which is Rust. People are going to be so... <laughs> mad at me uh, no people love both of these <laughs> games so i don't think you can you know, they're both among I, the most popular of all time okay yeah. cool i'm making my choice as the one that i actually want to play which is rust yeah fair enough, fair enough. i mean i can't be I upset have, that rust woo, won. Yeah. josh knows it's the winner <laughs> right? get out of here i just i just don't like i'm like terraria i just i don't want to play that i know it's gonna be fun okay i just don't want to i'm excited and i want to play rust and i want to do it paul i want you to snip this audio for me where Michael okay. says, I want to play Rust. We're going to make oh, Michael no. play Rust, and then I want yeah, to play this audio play back, back for him later on. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be like, I didn't know, guys. I didn't know. Sorry. I guarantee you, Michael will say, I'm never playing this yeah. game again, because every Rust player has said that 40 times. And it doesn't matter. You run back to it. I don't know why. Oh, man. Oh. It's it's the perfect picture of addiction. Right. I've always said that. This, this episode I do, I do, though, is nuts, man. It was nuts, but to Josh's point, though, I, I I do feel like it's kind of an imposter, even though it won, because I feel like to have a sequel, you need a story and a fun. But maybe that's just the way I play games. No, you know what I mean? no, yeah. it's like Overwatch. Terraria Overwatch was can right, have a sequel. Terraria was the right answer as far as the topic of this draft goes, but Rust. 
<laughs> just Rust one anyway, and I can't argue with that because Rust is Rust great. Two. It's a standalone game. Yeah. Like I don't know. I I think what are all the standalone games? Which one's the most fun? What do I want to play the most? What would I love to see another sequel of? Ellie and for Noir. me, Rust checks every box. Dude, if they so. make a sequel to Rust, all I want is inventory management. I don't want to spend an hour cleaning up after you slobs putting stuff in the right boxes. No. Auto sort. Yes. Give us an auto yes. sort. It button. can't be that hard. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this bonus round tournament. I can't believe I won. I feel like I lost a whole bunch in a row. So, Michael, your streak is going to come because I think I've won two out of the last three now. Um, your, your, your day in the sun will come. One day you will understand what this feels like. I feel like I've lost a lot in a row. Maybe we should let Michael pick the topic for the next tournament. And then I, th- I think I picked know. two of the topics. That's the worst part. I think Michael did. Actually, <laughs> never mind. Okay, throw with, that out the window. Space game. <laughs> no, I picked, I picked RPG and uh, space games. I don't know who My- picked the beer one. Michael is just going to pick like, uh, uh, best, best, uh, story reveal in mist. And that'll be, there we go. That's it. The whole best tournament. puzzle in this tournament, guys. <laughs> that, yeah, best yeah. puzzle. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much to everybody for listening. Uh, once again, if you like what we do here and you want to help support the show, head over to MultiplayerSquad.com. That links to our Patreon page. And you can support at different tiers. They all have different perks. But the lowest one is 5 bucks a month. And you do get bonus episodes. And it does help fund what we do here. So um, anyway, I think that's all that we got. Our next deep dive, which will be a week from today, is going to be on Weird West. And as always, we will have our next episode on Thursday for This Week in Gaming. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. Happy gaming, all. We'll see you next time. Cheers, all. See you, everybody. Let's go play Rust. <laughs>